Psalm 63. And we're going to read a very passionate Psalm of David. David said in Psalm 63 verse 1, O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. And he begins to say, he begins to express himself. Listen to me. Sometimes when it comes to prayer, it's, it's not really, you know, it's not a formula. But at some time, you just have to pour out your heart. When I say pour out your heart, it's not by saying all the nonsense and complaining to God. When I say pour out your heart, it's just expressing from your being how much God is to you, how much he matters to you. Where is God that you're serving? So David said this, he said, my God, he said, oh Lord, my God, early will I seek thee. He said, my soul thirsts for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. And he was saying this, he says, why am I so hungry for you? He says, I want to see thy power. I want to see your glory. So have I seen, just like I've seen in the sanctuary. He says, the reason why I'm this way is this. There's something I've, I've seen before. There's something I've heard before. There's something that's happened in my life before. I'm hoping it will happen again. You know, when I was a young Christian, when I was a younger Christian, I'm still growing in the Lord. One of the things that God used to bless me was to expose me to Christian biographies of ministers. And those readings of Christian biographies rocked my world. I read about people outside the country that did great things for the Lord. I read about people within the country that did great things for the Lord. I'll give you an example. I heard about this guy. Uh, you know, some of the books I see available, his name was um, um, John Hyde. His name was John Hyde, but his name was converted later on to praying Hyde. And history says it prayed up to a point that when he died, his heart had moved. That there was so much passion from his heart when he prayed that his heart had moved. And John Hyde would say this. He would pray every day and say, give me four souls or else I die. It says, he prayed this every day. He would say, give me four souls or else I die. And literally, literally, God was using him in a phenomenal way. There's another man, there, 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 there is another man I read about, and I think his name was James. And history says that when James finished praying, when they saw his knee, you know, everybody's knee is like this. His own knee had become flat because of the amount of time he spent in prayer. You know, let me say something. When you see committed Muslims, you don't have to say they are committed. You know how you know? Their forehead. Their forehead has the scar of prayer. Does your life have a scar of prayer? This guy had stayed so many hours on his knees that the knees were totally affected by the posture in prayer. The other day, I, 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 it was this man who didn't even really have a name. And, um, and um, he, he was, it was 21. And this guy for 21 years, till he was 28, he would pray every day for six hours. And he was not preaching. He would pray every day for six hours. And the first time he was going to preach was at the age of 28, after seven years. You know what happened? When he got on the platform after seven years, I began to pray. This is history. There was so much anointing that from the platform to the seventh row, nobody could stand there. People that saw him said it was as if fire and lightning were coming out of his soul as he spoke. You know, I'm saying this to you because there are possibilities through the Spirit. There are dimensions we need to attain that we have not attained. There are levels we need to get to that we have not gotten through. You know, I, I read about people like William Bryan. Did you hear about William Bryan? Berlin Bram was so anointed that a halo would appear on his head. And this was not what they said. In fact, William Bram's own, there was a picture of the halo over his head. Let's come back. Let's come back to Nigeria and speak about someone like um, Joseph Balala. When the founder of CST, Joseph Ayobala, is preaching, especially when he's preaching about the rapture or heaven, you know what happens? Two people stay on the side, right and left, and hold down his hands. You know why? Because from time to time, he levitates in front of them. So they were afraid that one of these days, as he's preaching, he's going to levitate and just go into heaven that, that way. 
He would, he would, they possess so much power. So the reason why I'm saying so is this. When you look at today's Christian, how come we're not able to produce one-tenth of the power that those people produce? We have the same Holy Spirit. We have the same faith. We have the same power of God. But the point is this. If we're willing to do what they did, we're going to have what they have. But if we're not willing to do what they did, we will not be able to have what they have. And, 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 it's, and, and it's just so powerful. As you read of the Bible, I, as you read about Peter and Paul and how their shadows will heal the sick, how their shadows will fall on people and people get healed. We have gone from people that our shadows healed to sick. We have gone to people that now run away from demons. How did it go that bad? How did it go that bad? We've gone against people that when we speak something, it happens to people that have no power at all. And it's not as if we don't have the power of the Holy Spirit, but most of us have not just been able to unnest the beauty and the power of God within our spirits. We've gone from people that, you know, you're fighting for a contract and you cannot have a clear word that this is the word of God concerning this contract. This is the word of God. See, as a businessman, they don't even respect your, business, your prayer in the business world because either you pray or no, it doesn't make a difference. But when they go and see their own Baba somewhere in some water, they respect that Baba because when that Baba talks, fire falls. But you that you claim you have the Holy Ghost, you that you claim you have all of God's power, when you talk, he doesn't make a difference. Then we wonder who really has the power. And what has happened is that over time we have settled for a life without power. But Jesus Christ said in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, he said, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon me and you shall become weaknesses. Do you know the word weaknesses? You know what a weakness is? The weakness is the person in court that can produce proof or is a proof of something you cannot see. You know what God is saying to you? God is saying that your life should be such a way that the people that cannot see me, when they see your life, there's proof that I'm alive. So a witness is a proof producer. That means you should be able to produce proof as a businessman. You should be able to produce proof as a student. You should be able to produce proof as a career person. There's a man you need to read about. His name is Smith Wigglesworth. Smith Wigglesworth raised about 21 people from the dead. 21 documented testimonies. And these are flesh and blood like we are. These are flesh and blood like we are. One time, some one woman had like a big tumor in her stomach. They brought the woman to Swingusford. Swingusford just took his hands and punched the woman. Boom! And the woman fell out. And the husband said, you've killed her. He says, mind your business, I will mind my business. One minute after, the woman got up, totally healed. Tumor fell off her body. The reason why I'm saying so is this. It's same as it because we don't, know, we don't know what other people have done with what we have received in terms of the life of God. What we desire as Christians is just very tiny. The other day I heard about, I heard about, you know, Ayababala died in the 50s, in the 1950s, right? I think 52 or 54, something like that. Do you know that people still go to the place he prayed? This is over 50 years after. And when they go to that place, the water they take from that place heals the sick. Just imagine, this man is dead. If a dead prophet, prayer ground can heal the sick, what about you living prophet? It's a huge challenge. It's so bad that today, many Christians cannot cast out demons. Many, see, it's one thing to say you cannot cast out demons, but it's very appalling when you have a Christian that is afraid of demons or witches and wizards, you are not even on the same dimension. How do you become afraid of them? They should be the ones that are afraid of us, but we are not the ones afraid of them. And the reason why all those things happen is that there are vital things we have lost. There are vital things we have not placed, you know, value on that have turned us into people that talk and we're not able to express the power. Smith Hugo also say, I hardly pray for 30 minutes, but 30 minutes hardly goes without me praying. Sweet, sweet, Wooks was the same. 
I never leave my house without my Bible because I'm not completely dressed. He said, I dress up in the spirit first, then I wear my physical clothes. There is such a challenge. There is such a challenge. I remember when I was a younger Christian, I heard about the, you know, some of the ministers you know today that were so full of the Holy Spirit and on their campuses, they arrested cultism. They pulled them down to nothing. They arrested cultism. They were so filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. They arrested cultism. What has happened to us today? I don't know if you know about the story of Charles Finney and John Wesley. John Wesley will go into a town. Sorry, Charles Finney will go into a town. Without saying a word, just look at people. People will start crying. They, there was such a presence. There was such a glory that they carried. It was so powerful. He, see, he went through a city and the whole city, from the alcohol bar to the clubs, everybody came to salvation. The bar became the place of revival. Glory to God. The reason I'm saying this is because it's time for us to step it up. We, we need to go to some, listen people, there are dimensions in the spirit and there are dimensions in the spirit. This one that you're satisfied, your dimension is too small. You are spiritually shallow because when you really get deep, you know how undeep you are. You know the nature of spiritual knowledge? The more I know, the more I want to know you. The more I know, the more I know I don't know you. Because it's, it, it's, like, it's like onion. You unfold and it unfolds. You unfold and it unfolds. You unfold and it unfolds. And you're like, what is this? Why do you think the angels bow down and lift up their hands and say, holy, holy is the Lord? Because once they fall on their faces and they stand up again, they see something new. My goodness, holy, holy is the Lord. They fall on their faces and rise up again and see something him and say, holy, holy is the Lord. They go on their faces and stand up again and say, wow, holy, holy is the Lord. They fall on their face. You know why? Because our God is inexhaustible. Inexhaustible. It's heartbreaking when people begin to say, oh my God, I remember when I was on fire for God. Do you really think that was a testimony? Like you used to be on fire. He said, those days, listen, your best spiritual days are not in your past. They are in your future. Your best prayer days are not in your past. They are in your future. The days where you have fire, it's not in your past. It's in your future. What God expects is a church that is burning with the fire of the Holy Ghost in their soul. What God does expect is not a cell that sits down and begins to argue if we should tighten or not. He's a cell that they can join their hands together and pray down the power of God. He's a cell that can bring down the anointing. He's a cell that can raise the dead. He's people that can do the impossible. Paul said, just in case you want to get him, <laughs> let me say something to you. All of you that hug you on social media, you can never win. <laughs> the structure was not created for the gospel to win. And the gospel doesn't even expect to win that way. Paul said, how do we win? Paul said, so that you don't get it twisted. First Corinthians chapter 2. He says, our preaching and teaching is not in enticing words of men's wisdom. He said, we are not here to argue. He said, we are not here to argue. He said, let's produce results. When God sent Moses into the then Egypt, you know what he told Moses? He said, when you get there, he said, tell them that their hand that I have sent you. If they don't know who you are, drop your, drop your rod. He said, what? Drop your rod. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, you've spoken grammar enough, drop your rod. You have spoken enough grammar. Do what? Drop your rod. So also, what's your rod? Moses encountered God with two things. Moses did not only encountered God, his rod encountered God. The challenge is this. Most of you encountered God. Your career has not encountered God. And whatever encounters God will not remain the same again. So not only did Moses encounter God, his rod encountered God. Question, has your business encountered God? Question, has your career encountered God? Question, has your child encountered God? Because whatever God touches, oh my God, whatever God touches, if God can touch it, it can be the same again. Maybe the problem with your career is this. You have separated your career from yourself, so God has not touched it. 
Maybe the problem with the marriage is this, the marriage has not encountered God. Maybe the problem with, with, with even you that you are in ministry is that you do the ministry by might. The ministry has not encountered God. And let me tell you something. You know, earlier on, we had a phenomenal speaker speak to us in the staff meeting. And just in case you do not know, all, all the staffs are going to tell you, this Sunday is going to be late. We, we, we have a very powerful speaker. You, you think so? So you can see how all of our staffs are cheering up. This Sunday, listen to me. If there's a Sunday you need to bring someone that will revolutionize their life, it's this Sunday. And I'll just give you up front. It's first and second service. It's coming for just up front. Just first and second service. Just, just for you to know, by the way. And the reason I'm saying this to you is this. And he said something that touched me when he was speaking this morning. <laughs> what did he say? He said this. He said, it's amazing that as you grow older, you begin to really realize that the race is not to do swift. Neither is the battle. See, all of you that are young, below 30, you don't agree. That's why all of you, even the dream that God did not give you, you have it. Because when you are young, your strength deceives you. I'm telling you, when you are young, your strength deceives you. You, you want to run the race you are not called to because you have strength. But when you begin to grow older, you will know that it's God that opens the door. And you will understand what it means that he's the one that makes the way. Because it will just be one small turning and your story will change. Just one small turning. Just, Joseph mistakenly interpreted dream. It's life changed. He, let me tell you something. There was no strategic business planning that would tell Joseph that it is an interpreting dream that he would get to the palace. There was something like that. See, many of you, you're young, so don't worry. Use energy. It's fine. It's part of growing up. Use energy. As you grow older, but just one day, just ask your older brother, just ask your dad, that, that what really happened to you? He will say that, hmm, along the way, we discovered one principle. <laughs> I love the way Pastor K said it. He said, we discovered that determination is not a factor of production. <laughs> the factors of production are land, capital, what? <laughs> Man, determination is not there. Because many of you have a giddy, you can be, you can be, you can determinedly be poor. <laughs> like, your determination will lead you to poverty because you can be wrong and be determined about it. Glory to God. See, let me say something to you. When people get close to God in their older ages, you should ask them, what have your eyes seen? You think they're stupid? They're not. Having gone right and left, center and backward, they've come to a conclusion that with God, I can thrive. When you are younger, see, you want to explore, so you don't want to agree. You make a mistake, you get up again. I agree. But the race is not to the swift. Neither is the battle to the strong. Ah, see, what strength did Israel have when they had left Egypt? They didn't even have spear. But God showed Israel that it's not who has spear that wins the battle. It's who God is on the side that wins the battle. Glory to God. This is very powerful today. One of the, and I want to encourage you as a Christian, go and read some Christian biographies. That there's a, there's a guy um, that, that invented big machines. Is it John C. Carver? That all these caterpillars, he invented them. What? No, no, no. It, it, like, it's not the caterpillar. Like, heavy moving object. I, I think it was, I'm not, don't quote me yet, but I think it was George C. Carver. I, I'm, I'm trying to think. I think that was the name. I know this guy was a Christian, but guess how he invented them? You, you, you know the name? Do you know? Someone is saying something, right? Did someone Google something for me? What? No, 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 no. It's something, it's not CRS, it's one name and another name. It, it, it's heavy moving equipment, so I know, when I hear the name, I'm going to know it. You know, but this guy, this is how he invented it. There's even a school after him, something, something, institutes. There's a school, some something institute after him. So this guy, he was a Christian. And this is what he said. He said, I will go with my business problem 
He said, I'll go with my business problems. I'll go into my prayer and study room. He said, I will walk, I will pray, I will start walking. He said, oftentimes when I'm walking, I will sleep off. He said, in my sleep, I will see dreams. And I will see this object. He said, because there was no heavy moving object at that time. He said, I'll get on physical life and construct it. He said, that's how I began to make money. Because all those objects I saw in my dream, I began to construct it. That's where my money came from. Because you have to have a spiritual approach to it. A spiritual approach to it. Let me tell you something. Can I challenge you today? Very few people here have spent at least one hour this year to pray about their career. If you have, raise up your hand. Not another thing, just your career. Just your, you just, not aggregated, just at one time. At one time. You spend one hour to pray about your career. Everybody look around. We will now open our mouth that we should not open and say it's not faithful. Not up to 1% of this church just raise up their hand. You don't say I'm depressed. Why, you not, why won't you be depressed? When you don't stand on what will press other people, won't you be depressed? Not 1%. All the businessmen here, ask them which of you have taken one, one hour, not two, not ten, no, not ten hours, oh, not this month, oh, I said throughout this whole year, just taking one hour and say, this is my consulting business. Ekuno man papa, supale man popo, ragate kapata. Ask them. No. And yet, David did not pull down Goliath by the weapons of Saul. He pulled down Goliath through the weapons of the spirit. He's, you know, Goliath said, who are you? He said, who are you? He says, I come to you in the name of the God of the armies of Israel. He says, forget what I'm bringing. He said, it's in the name I'm coming. Let me tell you something. If you want results, you want results. Oh. <laughs> and there's no cheap, there's no cheap cut, there's no shortcut to result. They say fast, they say, oh, I have typhoid. Okay. <laughs> so you, you will not, see, you will hear other people's testimony, but you will ask yourself, why don't I have a testimony? See, when you hear testimonies, analyze testimony, don't just clap. Mm. Don't just feel bad that why is it not me. No. When you hear testimonies, your concern should be, what was the trigger of this testimony? Why? If I can know the triggering element of the testimony, I can trigger my own also. So, yes, someone said that when pastor spoke the word, I went home, I prayed in tongues for one hour, I prayed next in one hour, something opened up. You hear something open up and say, I received my own. Listen, you don't receive by putting off your hands though. You receive by doing what you have to do. Bible says, everyone that accepts, receive it. Are you hearing me? Every, see, Everyone that accepts what, because those, that, chap, that verse is in, is in dimensions. He said, the first dimension is this. You go to God in prayer and ask. He says, everyone that asks, receive. Once you don't receive, you not begin to seek and say, Father, I've asked but I've not received. Is there something I need to know? You will not begin to seek. Everyone that seeketh, findeth. If you are not seeking and it's not working, he said, you not begin to knock. How do you knock? There's something you see in the place of seeking, a principle. You begin to apply that principle. Everyone that knocketh, the door is open to him. You know the problem? You're still at one level, but it's time to move multidimensional. Glory to God. We're taking communion tonight. Very few of you have meditated on what the communion is. So when you eat, you eat bread. But some people will eat here and, and five but will come out. Because, listen, in Christianity, the power is not in the action. The power is in the faith. It's the invisible that controls the visible. It's not the cup that has the power. It's the meditation that carries the cup. It's not the bread. It's the same bread you buy everywhere. But it's not the bread that has the power. It's what you know about the bread that carries the power, sir. The Bible says the seven sons of Sceva said what other people say. He says, we adjure you in the name of Jesus that Paul preached. But it was not the words that Paul spoke that brought out the demon. It was the power that was invested in Paul that removed the demon. And the demon said, he said, Paul I know. Peter I know. He said, who are you? He said, people that talk, they carry weight in the spirit. Some of you are paper weight in the spirit. Paper in the spirit. That's why your word cannot move mountains. Huh? See, people that their word move things, they carry weight in the spirit. We can wear the, we can wear the same clothes. You can even have more charisma. Hold on here. But do you carry weight in the spirit? When you sit at the business meeting, it will be done. Ah, uh ah. -uh. 
and they've come to recognize you as the one that once you talk, heaven has spoken. That's how they did for Daniel. But those things happen, not because, <laughs> those things are intentional building. When you see people that had muscles, he didn't follow them. They built themselves up. When you see people that carry spiritual weight, it doesn't drop on them. They build themselves up. So if you are a spiritual paperweight, you can convert to a spiritual heavyweight. And heaven is looking for heavyweight champions. And let me say, what I've said right now does not pertain to a pastor. There are pastors that are paperweights. There are deacons that are paperweights. It doesn't matter at all. It's <laughs> like P.K. said this morning. He said, some people are physically senior pastors, but spiritually they are deacons. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Look at Psalm 63 again. Let's read it again. David said, this, oh God, my God. Only will I seek thee. He said, my soul thirsts for thee. He said, my flesh longs for thee. He had a dry. See, see the passion. See the passion. He said, he said, I want to, verse 2 says, I want to say something. You know the problem? See, all of you that just got born again recently, I, I'm really afraid for how your Christianity will be. You know why? There's a dimension of Christianity that you don't read. You see. Ah. When I got born again, not just fear that God, but 1992 or 93, there was a crusade by this man down here, Pastor Kumui. It's called Powers of Hold. Who heard about that crusade? What memory do you have of it? Ah! Pastor Kumi said, I was, they, they, these are the things that made me crazy. Ah! Pastor Kumi said, I want to pray for the sick. He was not in our location, no. We were playing, we were playing audio cassette. Audio cassette, oh. He had preached last night somewhere else so they will send us the tape because there's no internet he said I want to pray for the sick he said but if I pray for the sick don't close your eyes this one is open eye miracle it's either Jesus does it or doesn't do it he said he said if you are deaf come to the center he said let people see that you are deaf he said if ah, <laughs> he said if you have a growth or the other come to the center right in our own venue just about 5,000 people one guy had a hunchback came somewhere as we prayed Boom! Healed. See, there are some things that you can see that your Christian don't remain the same again. This one they say that, uh, you know, social media said this, and like, I, I think so. You don't have Christianity. Someone just tweet something, say, I, I will stop tightening. You have no experience. You were, you were not even tightening to God before. You were tightening out of ignorance. Ah! In front of me, one guy that had a paralyzer, the guy just... You don't understand? <laughs> Someone that had amputated toe and the toe just grip. Thought I was, you know, blind is good or that blind I saw. <laughs> but remember when toe is not there, I said, toe come out. Is that the thing that you experience? You say, I'm going to a time I'm going to exist. The challenge is that dimension, there are dimensions in this thing. Dimensions in this thing. And unless some most of us are contented, there's an exposure to natural. An exposure we need to have that would and this exposure I'm falling and screaming. Oh no, those are dimensions. The lady self she was preaching one day and just said, and Jesus, and as she stood away, entered the vision, it was a trance. For four days, she was, was suspended. Our body was suspended. People over the West will come take pictures. You believe because you just want to Praise God. <laughs> yeah, I wonder that. I must have been suspended. Awesome. <laughs> That'd be good. So, so when I get suspended, I just call all your 80s friends. 
call all the blogs, all of them to come and do videos. And let me tell you something. She was somewhere for three or four days. The day she came back to her body, she just picked up the sentence. She just, and, Jesus, and Jesus told Peter, he just looked. <laughs> he looked. There was a response. What happened? He said, it's been four days ago you said that. This is not a man, this is a woman, though. Because all these women that have chosen children's church and feeding people as their ministry. You see? <laughs> Praise the Lord. You, you didn't ever catch a coma. They were going to smuggle her through the kitchen. See, so there was a massive outpouring of the Holy Ghost. They were going to smuggle, catch a coma through the kitchen. The cooks did not know, you know, it was an hotel. So everyone was blocked. People wanted to touch her. They just said, Usher, she said, Moo, 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 moo. Smoke her to the kitchen. As she entered the kitchen, all the chefs, pa, 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 pa. They didn't even know what entered, but they saw the effect of what entered. They didn't know what entered, though, but they saw the effect of what entered. You must cry out and say, God, I'm tired of the normal, sir. Heaven will not like something. See, heaven will not carry something. When I was in the boarding school, I was in maybe GS3 or SS1. And it was on Saturday. But three of us had just made a mind that we're just going to pray and see the face of God. And pray! Brother, we prayed. When we finished praying, it was on afternoon, the lunchtime, we had pre into the evening dinner. I boarding houses, they ring the bell, you have to. By the time we finished praying, by the time we finished praying, even the evening dinner was done. The only people eating that was prefects, because prefects will eat after many students have eaten. So my friend just said, let's just go into dining hall. If we can find anybody that can give us food. We've been praying because we were fasting, prayed into dinner time. If you don't eat this, it's to tomorrow. As we got there, the first thing we saw, she's, I think she's almost a partner, maybe a partner in APMG. Her name is Tolu. We say, Tolu, she just looked back. Hey, mama, mama. He said, what happened? He said, there's a glory on three of you. He said, there's a glory. You see, there's something on three of you. She's just going to shout. And some of you have experienced it here. Is that not true? Have you, if I've experienced it, wave your hands and say, wave. You've experienced it. Wait. People will just contact you and know, mm-mm, Oyato. They just contact you. Ah, 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 ah. You, you've been somewhere. You've touched something. See, when Moses came down from the mountain, Moses did not even know that something happened to him. Because there's something about being in the presence. You don't even know you are changing. Moses came down from the mountain. And when Moses came down, the Bible says that he, he said, Hello. People, people took off. He said, I know when they took off, he was chasing them. He said, what happened? What happened? What happened? And they were running. What happened? What happened? And they were running. <laughs> he said, what happened? He said, it's you. You. He said, Mike, what happened? And he said, the glory, the glory was shining from his face. You know, that's what the Bible says. When Moses spoke to them, he put the veil over his face. The glory was shining so much, he put the veil over his face. Glory to God. You did a song meeting every time. Talk, 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 talk. When will we see power? You did a district every time. Talk, 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 talk. When will we see power? You did a department every time. Talk, 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 talk. When will we see power? Someone say, okay, I want to see it. But to see it, there's a consecration that is required. Because to see it, God is going to require of you. Pray now. Pray now. And when he says pray now, it's not because it's convenient, but because you are disciplined. You start traveling in prayer. You start traveling in prayer. You start praying. Not because you feel like it, but there's something you want to see. There's a result that you want. 
There's a target you want to see. And you know you have to make power available. You know you have to make power available. The flesh is saying I'm weak, but the spirit is willing. The flesh is saying I'm tired, but the spirit is willing. We need to make power available. There's a kind of result you want to see in the business. There's a kind of result you want to see in the career. There's a kind of result you want to see in the church. We need to make power available. In the, oh, in the day of his power, his people shall be willing. In the day of his power, his people shall be willing. Before you go for that business meeting, you said to everybody in the spirits. Businessmen, are you listening to me? You said to everybody, see, there, there are some prayers that you're just saying, hey, man, that, that, that prayer is okay. But when your colleagues, your competitors, con competing contractors, they have taken their left testicle from their scotrum to worship an idol, and you just get there. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If some of them tell you what they have offered, you will lose faith in your prayer. Someone say, oh boy, forget this. Oh. On this, I offered my mother's left eye. My brother, take, take, take. I know. <laughs> Life is not that hard. My God will do another one for me. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Unbelievers of our. Some of these guys that say they are doing a ritual, they are using it for rituals. When I say rituals, they will sleep with them and take extract things from them. And extract things from them. Someone says, Is that possible? Is that impossible? Read the Bible. There was a king in the Bible. As the world was getting tough, he said, go and bring my firstborn. Yes, the firstborn was the heir apparent to the throne. He was the next king. He says, by himself, he burnt him on the altar. He burnt the child on the altar. He said, instead for me to lose this war, we will kill the child. God said, so see, he said, I don't know. Don't worry. There are some things that must go on the altar for some battles to be won. I'm telling you, some things must go. See, it's not, as it's not because God needs to sacrifice to do a miracle. Your sacrifice shows how determined you are. He shows where your faith is. Let me tell you how demonic powers work. Sometimes, eh, when the hyperlist asks them, bring the spit of a python, the this of a this, when they can't hold this for them, those things are so difficult that when they eventually find it, the process of them finding it, they develop faith in the process. I'm telling you, he said, look for the left eye of a black cobra. <laughs> See, the process, and you know the way the human spirit works. The process of you looking for it. See, when you look for something for 60 days, do you know that process is meditation? You wake up, black eye of a cobra. Black eye of a cobra. But you, they say confess morning and evening, say I forgot. I'm telling you, they say fast. They say, hey, oh, is it Tuesday? Hey, so I fasting today. Oh my God. Hey, I've, I've, I've eaten, you know, I've eaten breakfast. Can I continue? Continue. Can't you say your finance is continuing? There are some girls here. They are very angry they are single. Yet, one hour has not been spent on prayer that they are single. Even when they spend the one hour, they spend it crying, not crying to God, crying about the life situation. I told you one time, I said, find seven scriptures about your financial state. Most of you till now, you have forgotten seven scriptures because as soon as you don't say it, I've forgotten. Praise the Lord. You need to talk to yourself. You need to talk to yourself. You need to talk to, either you're hearing me here on the East Auditorium, you need to talk to yourself. There, there are some, see, there are dimensions. There are dimensions. I, I read from the Bible that troubled me. Do you know there were some men in the Bible that said that until we kill Saul, we will not eat? Ah, I, I said, Jesus Christ, what kind of commitment is this? This guy said, until we kill Saul, we will not eat. It was not a worshiper. It was it. And, and you, you have financial crisis. You cannot fast. You, you can, you got, you cannot pray. And these guys made a decision. The Bible says they cursed themselves. They put a curse on themselves and say, "We will not eat except Paul dies." That one person must die. Is that we die or Paul dies? And whatever you tolerate will remain. 
whatever you excuse will never move away. But every mountain you challenge will move. So the reason things have not changed is that you have refused to challenge it. You challenge it ruthlessly. You challenge it in a determined way and say, hey, this five million per annum, you must move. Ah, five years ago, five million per annum. Four years ago, five million per annum. Three years ago, five million per annum. Ah, are you my twin brother? This go. <laughs> well, I'm I'm trying to have a child. One CD on healing. You don't have. And you're trying to have a child, but yet you have compendium of extras, complex situations, complex boxes of drugs. I say, God will heal me. No, what will heal is with you. Glory to God. There are many of you here that you are roaming with stagnation. Some of you are kissing poverty on a daily basis. One seed that will deliver you, you have not sown it before. You're already romancing the poverty. <laughs> In fact, your first son's name, if he's not careful, will be Ishebi. You might just make up your mind that, hey, 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 my grandparents were poor. My brother struggled. He's not going to come here. This is where, some of you just make your mind, this is where we draw the line. This, some of you just, hey, no matter what has happened in time past, this is where we draw the line. It doesn't go beyond here. This is where we draw the line. This is where, hey, in my career, this is where we draw the line. When it comes to this husband, the family, this is where we draw the line. When it comes to a curse, this is where we draw the line. When it comes to stagnation, this is where we draw the line. He doesn't cross beyond here. And you know what the Bible says? Bible doesn't say talk, they say resist the devil. You know why? Because the only language the oppressor understands is resistance. Not begging, resistance. Let's pray. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. This will break. For the next five minutes, like someone that's lost his mind, we are to pray at everything and we will arrange it back again. Glory to God. Oh, yeah. Let's pray in the name of Jesus. This is it. It doesn't go farther from here. You draw the line. This is it. It doesn't go farther from here. This is it. It doesn't go farther from here. It's okay. 
catch fire. Some prayer lives need to catch fire. Some cell leaders need to catch fire. Some pastors need to catch the fire. Some men need to cut the fire. Some singles need to cut the fire. Some women need to cut the fire. That's why you are here tonight. That's why you are here tonight. We have come for the fire. The fire of the Spirit. Patu pate, pariko tondona, herisusoria, helekarushutagoste. Business that is not moving forward. Hear the word of the Lord. That joblessness. Hear the word of the Lord. That childlessness. Hear the word of the Lord. That hopelessness. Hear the word of the Lord. That depression. Hear the word of the Lord. We are breaking the power of delay. We are breaking the power of delay. We are breaking the power of stagnation. We are breaking it in the name of Jesus. We are taking authority. We are taking authority. We are taking our place. We are standing on who we are in Christ. On the finished work of Jesus. In whom we are found. We are standing in the completed work of Calvary. And we are declaring tonight. Gesto, Shagado, Shagado, Shade, Suvai, Shagesh, Hextos, Shagas, Suday, Shade, Sunai, Hextos, Shadai, Sunai, Hellish, Hextus, Hextas, Hextus, Success, Success, Vextus, Vextus, Vactus, Vixus, Vextus, Vexus, Foxus, Verex, Hectos, Hectas, Hectlux, Hectlus, Hectlex, Hectos, Hectus, Hectus, Montos, Hangry, Hangro, Hangro, Hectus, Shaina. Draw the line. Draw the line. Push the boundary. Push the boundary. Push the boundary. Every wall of containment, as a church, as individual, as families, financial containment, spiritual containment, numeric containment, growth containment. Expand your soul. Oh my God. You shall preach through on the right. You shall preach through on the left. You shall preach through in the center. That power of God that we read about. That power of God that we read about. That power of God we read about. of our warfare not cannot but they are mighty to God to the pulling down strongholds we are believing that the walls of Jericho's are coming down today we are believing an outburst an outburst I support the protoporos. 
Oh my God. Someone is touching heaven. Someone is receiving a touch. Yokes have been destroyed. Limits have been taken off. Limits have been taken off. The power of God is touching you now. Hey, the power of God is moving things. Mountains have been moved. Yokes have been destroyed. Oh my God. There is a touch of God. There is a move of God in your favor. All the things that were impossible has to step into this next half. This next half of 2019, we are moving things. We are shaking things. We are changing things. We are fixing things. We are prevailing over things. We are demolishing things. Hallelujah. We are traveling over things. We are applying spiritual pressure. We are synthesizing the armies of the living God. Not by power, not by might, by my spirit. Not by power, not by might, by my spirit. Jesus name we pray hallelujah glory to God hey glory to God can you just pray one more prayer point there's a prayer point there's a prayer point and you know how to pray it I don't know how to pray it for you Lord you know I told Pastor Dio there was, a, there was something I was trying, I was really troubled about. So I began to pray for the past four days. And I said, Lord, show me the way. Show me. this. I know there's a solution. Show me. And today, someone just had a discussion with us and it was as if everything was so clear. And I said, Lord, thank you because this was an answer to prayer. Listen to me. You don't have a problem. You just don't know how to fix it. That's the truth. You don't have a problem. Someone says, oh no, the pastor, I have a problem of 10 million. You don't have a 10 million problem. You just don't know how to get 10 million. You don't have a problem of selling your goods. You just don't know how to sell your goods. Lord, I don't know what the problem is. Show me the solution. Hallelujah. Is it a promotion? Is it a job you want to get? Is it a child you want to have? Is it sales that you want in your company? Is it growth you want? Is it moving your ministry forward that you want? Show me, Lord. Let's go ahead and pray. You know you got a confusion. Speak to me in clear terms. Speak to me in clear terms. Ah, you shall hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. This is the way. Walk in it. Show me. Show me. Guide me with peace in my heart. Guide me with peace in my heart. Let me know what to do. Let me know how to do it. Let me know what to say. Let me know how to say it. Come on, people. This is a prayer. That will make the remaining half of 2019 difference. Pray this prayer fervently and pray with expectation. Pray with expectation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.